settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today, I want to talk about both the good side and yes, the bad side of self-love and independence. Okay, let's talk about being independent to a fault and how some girls might even be ruining their their dating lives, their fun, their love lives in their 20s by taking their self-love journey to the dark side. And some of you might not even understand how that's possible, but it is. I mean, I'm seeing it more and more and more every single day on social media. Girls, let me be the one to tell you, you can be independent and also not have a fear of someone potentially taking away your independence. You can love yourself and also desire to give love and receive love from a partner. I'm a prime example of being single. I'm this independent woman with high standards. However, however, if you really listen to all my content, if you really listen to my podcast, if you know me, then you know I deeply desire to be in a relationship with a man. I deeply desire marriage. With that said, the more independent I become, the more I value the idea of being able to depend on someone else. Like, I would love to be married and to get married to someone that I could depend on. It is okay, girls, to be exhausted from only ever relying and depending on yourself. It is exhausting. It really is. Only ever having yourself to turn to is very, very tiring. It is heavy. It's like a full-time job just taking care of yourself, literally. So it is okay to surrender and say, being able to depend on somebody else is a huge priority for me in a relationship. When I make my lists and I really write down and review what it is that I'm looking for in a partner and what I deeply desire from a partner. Yes, I do put reliability. I do put trusting and knowing that I can depend on them and be completely safe with them and I can surrender to them and I am open to receiving from them. Yes, these things are all a priority to me. And I also really love myself. Guys, self-love is this, knowing who you are as a whole and accepting yourself exactly as you are. Self-love is not, I don't need anyone to love me. I love myself. Self-love is, I accept myself exactly as I am and I won't accept anything less from anyone else. I am open to receiving that same love from someone else. Someone who knows who I am as a whole and accepts me for who I am. The same way that I love and accept myself, I am open to loving and receiving love from someone with that same energy toward me who accepts me for me as a whole. 
Self-love is not, no one is worthy of me. I am unwilling to let anyone in because no one is deserving of my time. Okay, so do you see where I'm going with this? Self-love is beautiful. Self-love is strength. But self-love is not resent and anger and guards up and walls up and shutting other people out. A lot of people have it confused and their independence is less empowering and more like traumatic for them. Like it's coming from a place of trauma rather than coming from a place of uplifting and feeling good. Some women, like the ones I know I see, they're just becoming so, so, so resentful toward men. The comments and the videos I see online are clearly coming from women who are, like I said, choosing independence as a result of trauma. You know, they they want men to know that they will never need them. They want men to know that they are like perfectly content, perfectly fine being by themselves. And listen, if that's true, then that's fine. Like if you're the type of person who's like, I don't even want a relationship. I prefer to be alone. I prefer everyone leaves me the fuck alone. Then whatever, you're just being honest and true to you. And that's just who you are and how you are and I'm not going to be the one to ever try to change you because hello self-love as long as you love and accept yourself for who you truly are then then by all means um but with that said I I do I do notice that a lot of these people are also the same people that will come at me like how do you get so many dates like how are you this men ain't shit type of person and then want to know how I get to go on so many dates with guys. I'll talk about that in a second. Thinking back to like this whole like independence thing and being able to rely on other people. Let me think of, well, let me share what just came to my head. Yesterday, for example, I literally called my dad to come to New Jersey to change my light bulbs. Okay, I have a chandelier in my kitchen. I'm looking at it right now. It's super high. My ceilings are super high. And they require a ladder to, you know, go up there and fix it. My three of my light bulbs burnt out. So, you know, I'm like, I, I, I notice it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm putting it off. I'm putting it off. And I know that it takes a ladder to get up there and to switch the light bulbs, obviously. Now, in my like apartment, I you know, it's like a house. So there is a basement. I know that there's a ladder in the basement. I know that I could bring the ladder upstairs. I know that I can go on the ladder and I know that I could go up to the chandelier and switch the light bulbs. I know that I can do all of those things. Do I want to? No, I don't want to be by myself in my home going up on a ladder and changing the chandelier whatever changing the light bulbs on the chandelier like what if I fall what if I lose my balance what if I hurt myself what if the ladder is you know wobbly and uneasy because I know it's not the most like sturdy ladder either like I don't want to have to do that by myself just because I'm you know misindependent you know I these are the times that prove to me why I have the desires I have. These are the times that tell me I would love to have a partner here that, you know, acts of service, you guys, someone that I can turn to and say, hey, babe, the light bulbs burnt out. I need you to switch them without it even being a question. Need you to switch the light bulbs and they do it. You know, just you tell them and your partner just gets up and does it. 
obviously I don't have that. (laughs) I don't have a partner. I don't live with anyone. So I called my dad to come do it. And then I made him lunch after. (laughs) And that's what I would do for my partner too, okay? I would make him lunch too. Anyway, um, even though this whole concept is so minuscule, it's just about changing light bulbs, think about the bigger picture, okay? It clearly shows the value in having someone to help you and provide you with these acts of service and rely on and depend on. So I know it's such a small little thing, okay? Like, it's just about having someone to switch the light bulbs. But... That helping hand for someone who is single and independent is everything. Am I capable of doing it myself? Yes, 100%. Guys, I do everything myself. I live alone. I eat alone. I sleep alone. Like everything I do, I run my errands alone. Like I am alone pretty much 24-7. Of course, I'm, I do almost every single thing that I think I could physically do with the exception of, you know, going up and changing the light bulbs. I do everything around the house, the maintenance on my house, taking care of my house, the grocery shopping for the house, the cooking, like every single thing I do by myself. So trust me, this is why I'm saying it is exhausting and it is okay to be exhausted from being that independent. And I just, I think about how many times I've asked guys to do something that I feel is also like that minuscule and they made me feel like I was asking for too much. You know, asking a guy for a ride somewhere or asking them like to run me an errand. Like I just think of all of those like minuscule things like changing a freaking light bulb and they just made me feel needy. They made me feel annoying. Meanwhile, I'm not needy or annoying. Like I'm not. I Like I said, I'm super independent. I'm not needy at all. But it is nice to know that you could depend on someone else to alleviate stress for you, to help you out. This is why I raise my standards though. This is why I post on social media giving the advice that I give. This is why I do my coaching. This is how come I have learned to really raise my standards because I have trained myself on how important this all is. Because my ability to do, my ability to get shit done, my ability to help others and give to others and be able to have others rely on me and depend on me, all this has taught me, hello, if I exist, if I can give and do and get shit done and be reliable for other people and dependable for other people, then that means there are others out there like me. I am not the only reliable and dependable person in the world. So I desire to receive because I know how to give. I desire someone who can take action and can do and can lend a hand because I do all of those things, not only for myself, but for other people. Actually, I just thought about another prime example of when I really raised my standards. I was talking to this guy. This was a couple of years ago. We're friends, so it, it, there's like no hard feelings. We've been friends and there was a time where we were like, I don't know, talking, hooking up, whatever. And he was living in Miami and I was living in Tampa. So I was about to actually move to Miami. Had nothing to do with him. It just happened to be that I would ha- happened to be moving to Miami and he also had just moved there right around the same time. 
And so because we were talking, we're on the phone, we're FaceTiming, we're, we're texting like practically every single day we were in touch with each other. I said to him what right around when I was like about to organize my move and whatever I knew I was having movers come to take all my stuff I still had not decided yet if I was gonna ship my car or drive my car because it really is only a four-hour drive from Tampa to Miami but I personally hate long drives so driving for hours might sound really short for a move from you know one city to another but for me personally it's just a long drive so I was debating and then it hit me one day. I was like, oh, this would be actually really fun. Why don't I just have him count, like fly to, you know, Tampa, spend the night, and then we drive together. Keep in mind, you guys, if you don't know the logistics of a flight from Miami to Tampa, it's 35 minutes. Okay? So in all in all, it would be like a two-hour day like you go to the airport you wait you board your flight your flight in total is 35 minutes you get off your flight and I live 10 minutes from the airport so like that's how quick the whole ordeal would have been like in a matter of two hours he would have been from Miami to Tampa so now me this came to my mind because I thought this would be something fun like we literally talk every single day we're close we're comfortable like it just felt like a, some, I don't know, felt like something I would do. Felt like something I would do. So I had said to him, oh my God, why don't you come spend the night or even two days if you wanted. Come spend the night. Come to Tampa. Help me, you know, pack up my car with like the, I wasn't taking everything obviously. Like I said, I had movers, but I was obviously taking like a bag of clothes for myself, you know, certain things like that. Help me, you know, pack up my car and let's, let's drive together. Like I'll drive, you know. I'll draw obviously it's my own trip so like I would not be afraid to drive the majority of it but like you know if I'm tired you can just like drive a little bit like I genuinely didn't think that this was even anything that crazy it's a four-hour drive with a 30-minute flight so when I I said to him like I you know I feel like this would be so much fun like why don't you come to Tampa and then we go we drive together the next day to Miami he goes why would I do that that was his response why would I do that and I'm like, I honestly, I don't even remember what exactly I said, because in my head, I'm like, why not? Like, <laughs> I think I just said to him, like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, wh- why would I do that? I don't know. Why wouldn't you do that? Like, it would be fun. Um, we talk every single day, but don't see each other because we live in different cities. I'm moving there. You're saying you're excited for me to move there. I would think that this would be something that you would be excited about like I like I was just like so perplexed as to that response and he was like when I when I think I when I had said to him like what's the big deal why not I feel like I remember him just being like why would I leave Miami to go back to Miami like that was his whole thing like that's just inconvenient like why would I leave Miami to get you to go back to Miami in a day like that doesn't like that's a waste of time and I was like you know what you're so fucking boring like you are I don't this is so lame I don't want this like I think right after that I just was like so uninterested that was what like three years ago so different time for me you know I think about me now girls I would never but that was three years ago so I was like you know what it, it don't worry about it like it, it's fine <laughs> don't worry about it and and you know again it just it hit me and reminded me how much I desire a partner to rely on 
because that is something I would do for them. If he asked me to do that, I would have said yes. I would have been like, oh my God, that sounds great. I would love to do that. Like I would love for you to think of me as like the person to assist you on your move. Like such a big change in your life, like such a big thing in your life. Like I would love, I would, I would be flattered that you would ask me to do that. So again, after that, raising my standards. Now I know I desire a partner who would say yes and want to be there for me. Someone who would say, yeah, we'd love to help you. Should I bring anything? Do you need me to bring you Ziploc bags for your stuff? Do you need me to bring like, you know, like I'm just the type of person who would do that for them and say, this sounds so much fun. I'm so down. Little road trip. Like we'll get you a celebratory lunch or dinner. You know, like that's just my vibe. So I would love that in a partner. And again, full circle, that self-love that I have, you know, I would do these things for myself and whatever and I accept myself. It, it allows me to fully accept that I also am not afraid of desiring this in a partner. So again, this is the good side, the bad side. I want you all to understand. We can't let these bad experiences, like these shitty guys, turn us into the all men ain't shit committee. I understand how frustrating it is. Hello, trust me. I understand how these experiences might ruin the fun in dating for a little while. But we have to remember that what we are seeking is seeking us too. We don't have to just turn to shutting out the idea of men as a whole just because of those few. Obviously, that was a shitty experience, but I didn't go to Miami and be like, okay, now I'm not even bothering with guys because this guy just ruined, you know, my week. Like, it's just not that serious. And one does not speak for all, okay? And the other thing I love about being independent is how much it has taught me about myself. Like being independent has taught me more about my desires and how to raise my standards than anyone else ever could. No one has ever taught me what I'm seeking. No one has ever taught me how to raise my standards. No one has ever taught me what my true desires are. Being independent is the only thing that has taught me that. More than anyone on the planet ever could, no matter what we hear from other people. Being independent is empowering. It is uplifting. And it is so special to know what we can do for ourselves. I know there are so many girls out there that fear independence. There are so many girls out there that refuse to be single. Will never, ever, ever go without a partner. Like they think that being independent is scary but it is not it is uplifting it is empowering and it is special but you know what it is also empowering uplifting and special when someone just as powerful can come in and support you too it is even more you know powerful uplifting, empowering, special when somebody else can come in, see you for the same exact way that you see yourself and want to give you, you know, love as well and want you to depend on them as well. It's only going to add value to your life. It's not going to take anything away from you. 
having someone there to support you is an add-on. It is an addition. It is not in place of. It is not to say, if I depend on this person, then I am less independent. If I bring in this person's love and support, then I have less love and support for myself. Okay, that is just simply not true. Okay, girls, let's talk. Did you know I take on one-on-one coaching clients? I'm a confidence and business coach for women who want to raise the bar and embrace their highest self. I help women go from settling to believing they can have it all. My mission is to show you how to trust in yourself, embody confidence through every challenge, and genuinely believe it. No fake it till you make it included. My goal is to give you the tools to strengthen your mindset, improve your self-awareness and self-esteem, and live consciously. If you are ready to commit to life-changing growth, then my program is for you. Now, this program is not meant to be an overnight fix, so please give yourself grace and patience. Your goal is by the end of the program to become one of those girls who just get it. I offer 8 and 12 week coaching programs and you have the option to choose either confidence coaching or business coaching for your program. Now what's in it for you? Private mentorship with a unique program designed with only you in mind, 60 minute weekly Zoom calls, affirmations and homework created for your specific needs and goals, bi-weekly or weekly accountability check-ins and unlimited messenger support during office hours. My clients' testimonials share that they have seen results as early as their first session. All you need is to be willing and able to invest in yourself spiritually, financially, and mentally to become the best version of you. If that sounds like you, then the link is in the show notes and my social media bios to inquire. Now, if you're not ready to commit to that investment, but you still want in on some of the fun, then join me in the Confidence Club, a members-only platform that sends daily content from me to your phone as a text message, including exclusive episodes of For the Girls. I created a monthly subscription platform to build a community of people seeking personal development resources and training at a very affordable price. You can expect daily texts from me that will include exclusive mini podcast episodes, journal prompts and worksheets, words to live by, confidence and mindset advice, branding and audience building tips, Q&A days, video messages, voice messages, and value-packed posts full of tips and guidance. Subscribers will also have access to the Confidence Club exclusive Facebook group to connect and interact daily. This membership is typically $49.99 a month, but you could use code for the girls to get it for only $19.99 a month. You will head to hdly.me forward slash Victoria, or just find the link in the show notes. And at checkout, make sure not to miss the tiny, tiny option above that says add code. It's all the way at the top right corner. Up there, you will insert the code for the girls to get $30 off every single month. Subscribers can cancel at any time and are not locked into a commitment. So again, check out the show notes or even the link in my social media bios to inquire about one-on-one coaching and join the confidence club. 
I also really wanted to talk about this video that I had go viral recently. So I posted a video where I had declined a coffee date because I personally prefer dinner dates. I always have, I always will. I've never once in my life gone on a coffee date. And this video was because this was the only time in my life I've ever even been asked on a coffee date. No one's ever even asked me that. I'm literally only ever asked to dinner. A couple times guys have asked me to drinks and whatever, that's a little bit different, but at least with drinks, I feel like you get appetizers and whatever. But with coffee, no, I'm not meeting someone for, well, for me, tea, because I don't even drink coffee. So that was just a whole entire waste of time. Anyway, I posted a video about declining this coffee date. And the amount of girls were in the comments saying things that I honestly couldn't. I was shocked. I was shocked how many people I was seeing saying, saying this. That girls were saying... Women should only go for coffee on a date because going to dinner is a huge risk of being assaulted. I'm taking a moment of silence because I was, like I said, shocked. Let me just say this. If you are a victim of assault on a dinner date, I'm not invalidating you. I'm not. If going to dinner was a huge risk for you and you were assaulted at a restaurant, after a restaurant, whatever the case is, then I am very sorry that happened to you and my following words are not about you. Okay, with all of that being said, do I believe that all of these women were held hostage at dinner? On a dinner date? No, I don't. Do I think all of the women in the comments saying this are victims of assault on a dinner date. No. I do not understand the logic behind why they were saying we must go to coffee because it's only 20 minutes and if it's an hour of being in a man's presence then you are taking a huge risk. Here's my take on this. An abuser will be an abuser whether it's 20 minutes or 60 minutes. If you are in danger or at risk by being in someone's presence, it won't matter if you are at a cafe or a restaurant. If you feel uncomfortable anywhere you are, then you get up and leave. If you feel like maybe there's a chance that this person is, you know, dangerous, then you get up and leave. If you're super uncomfortable and you can't just get up and leave, then you excuse yourself to go to the bathroom and on your way to the bathroom you go up to a server or a hostess or a bartender whoever and ask for help and assistance leaving without your date realizing you know if you don't want to say I'm leaving and you want to like kind of like weasel your way out then you know go ask for assistance say I don't feel safe I feel very uncomfortable I have to leave like if you can just help like guide me out whatever the case is and if there's so much danger and so much risk that you are literally being held hostage in a restaurant and you truly cannot remove yourself from your seat, you truly cannot get up out of your seat, then you probably shouldn't even consider meeting that person for coffee. Like what difference would it make? It literally won't matter where you are. 20 minutes at coffee, you'll still be held hostage by someone who's going to hold you hostage. Like, it does not matter if you have a coffee in your hand or a 
plate of pasta in your hand. It genuinely does not matter. So, yeah, I think that these women were arguing just to argue. I don't think that this has ever been something that they've actually experienced. I just think that they have come to the point of feeling like all men are bad and us women should not want to be in their presence for longer than 20 minutes. Actually, there were even more comments of girls replying to those people, you know, agreeing with them. And they were saying things like, yes, coffee, because he needs to earn my time. My time is valuable. I am busy. I don't give men more than 20 minutes of my time because they need to prove themselves to me. I need to see if they're worth an hour of my time. I have a life. I have a job. I can't be meeting someone for dinner. Like, like, who are you explaining yourself to? Certainly not me, because my time is very valuable. I Trust me, I know the value of my time. They're saying that as if, what, I'm not busy? Like, because I prefer dinner. I just have all the free time in the world to just, sure, man, take my time whenever you want. No. But if you're interested in someone, and your standard is going to dinner... How is that to say that you do not value your time, you do not have a life because you're making the time to meet them for dinner? It's merely my preference. I will never meet someone for coffee. If that's what you prefer because you just enjoy getting coffee rather than getting dinner, then let that be your preference. It's the whole logic and reasoning behind it of people saying these things of like, well, I would never go to dinner with a man because now I'm at risk of being assaulted. I would never go to dinner with a man because he I am far too busy to, you know, give that time to somebody. As if these women are not spending three hours prepping dinner, cooking dinner, eating dinner, cleaning the kitchen. Like, you have the time. It's just about how you choose to spend your time. And for me, if somebody is genuinely interested in getting to know me then I'm going to make sure that it is worth my time and taking time out of my day to get ready to go grab a cup of coffee just for me to come home and then have to cook myself a meal is really not that's not um that that's not an appealing situation like yeah I'm gonna go meet you and then come home hungry no The whole point should be you enjoy yourself, you have a little something to eat, it doesn't have to be anything too expensive or crazy, you just have a nice meal, you enjoy your time, you take some time getting to know each other, talk to each other. And the funniest thing is, that wasn't even the point of my video. My video, somebody had asked me, how do you politely decline a date that is not up to your standards? So I used that screenshot to show her what I, you know, said and why I said it and whatever and then people started to take it personally as if this video was a anti-coffee date campaign and it's not I don't give a single fuck what your preferences are and what you choose to do um you know on your dates and it literally my video was literally not about you know everyone should be doing dinner dates it was simply not a PSA for dinner dates my video was simply answering someone's question on how you can decline a date that isn't up to your standards. You can use it to your discretion to fill in the template, fill in the blanks, however you prefer. 
So if what I was vouching for was dinner and saying I don't like coffee, then you can vouch for coffee and say you don't like dinner. Like that was the whole point of the video. So these people just took it so personally and started going off about everything I just said, why, why they can't, why they can never give an hour of their time to a man. That would just be blasphemy. Anyway, like, girls are getting to the point of just refusing to be in a man's presence. So the guards are up. There's this resentment toward men. Again, if you are a victim, then I understand you are reacting and responding out of trauma and you need time to heal. And that makes complete sense. And I send you many healing prayers and hope that you eventually do get to a place of true divine self-love acceptance you have love for other people and so on and so forth but if if that wasn't you like if that's not the case then again I know that they were just arguing just to argue because they truly do they're just truly angry toward men because of the fact that someone has hurt their feelings once before now in the beginning of this podcast I mentioned how these are the girls who are also in my comments saying, how do you get so many dates? How do you always have guys asking you out? So I'm going to show you guys a TikTok video that I posted because, again, somebody had asked me, how? Teach me your ways. And this was my response. I can teach you girls my ways, but I know a lot of you are not going to like it and not going to apply it. Here's the thing that I need all my girlies to understand. Yes, I get asked out all the time. Guys are always trying to take me on a date, making an effort for me, courting me, seeking me, all that kind of stuff. However, I also am seeking men and I value men and I respect men. And I give dating advice to the girls who want to hear it, of course, here on TikTok. But so many of you are in my comments so resentful toward men with such limiting beliefs around men. So you can't be a girl who wants that result. You desire that result. Oh, I want, I wish that guys were asking me out. But at the same time, you're also like, fuck men. They're all liars. They're all cheaters. I'll tell girls on here to ask a guy that they're dating what his intentions are. And the girls are flooding in the comments like, don't even ask. He'll just lie to tell you what you want to hear. He's just going to say whatever it takes to get in your pants anyway. I don't know. I don't. I just don't see men that way. Of course, yes, I, I make my videos where I talk about guys who are assholes because there are plenty of them. But that is not to say how I feel about men in general. Like, I deeply desire to be with a man. So when it comes to dating guys that are my type, like, I really put out a different energy that guys want. Like, that, that guys want to be with. But when you're so, like, guard up, walls up, like, can't be bothered, like, men ain't shit, all that kind of stuff you are literally creating that reality. Like you are manifesting the reality of no men wanting to ask you out because you're generalizing all guys. Sure, maybe you've been cheated on, so have I. But I could count on two hands how many guys I've really dated that hurt my feelings. And there's a there's billions of guys out there. So I just have an abundance mindset when it comes to good guys. Like I might not be in a relationship, but that does not mean that I'm afraid that I can't find one. I know that there are good guys out there. I know that what I'm seeking is seeking me too. So I continue to date and I continue to meet guys and I have good experiences and bad experiences and eventually it'll all lead to the one. But so many girls just don't even want to bother because they just think it's all such a waste of time. So you got to just put out that energy. Like I respect men. I value men. 
most importantly, the guys who, you know, seek women and respect women. You get what you give. So I do remember after that, a lot of girls, either they were in the comments or they were messaging me on Instagram saying to me, thank you for that video because it really taught me so much in such a little amount of time and opened my eyes to understanding that I am putting out such bad energy. I have an energy around why even ask guys questions? They're not going to tell you the truth. Why would you believe a guy when he says he likes you or really wants to take you out when he's saying the same thing to 500 other girls? Like, yes, there are liars. Yes, there are people with bad intentions. That exists. That's reality. That's life. But I'm glad that people can see their own, you know, I'm just glad that people can grow and realize like, I can't assume this for everyone. I can't take this out on all men because then yeah, I'm going to continuously push men away and get to this point of no one being interested or wanting to take me out. And that is really all that was on my heart and my mind today. So that's all we got. Thank you girls so much for listening. Until next time, girls.